What you mean? You can no, edit some. No editing, bro. Let's buckle up. No Hester. editing. Allah, Hester. <laughs> Assalamu alaikum brothers and sisters Hello and welcome to another episode of Buckle Up This time the lockdown edition uh, Obviously with everything that's going on um, You know, I didn't want the whole uh, Buckle Up situation to rest And uh, yeah, man oh man it's been, it's been really going well And uh, with me right now I have one of my favorite people really Definitely somebody who um, embodies hard work, talent and just family man We got the one and only Saoud Bridge Entertainment man Make some noise, how you doing brother? Love. I'm great, man. How are you? How's everything? Blessings, man. Yeah. Wallahi, bless you. Are you ready to buckle up? Let's go. Let's yeah, exactly. That's, that's exactly the reaction I want. So we usually do this and we buckle up and we go. Um, Saud, so, I've had the pleasure to, to feature you on my blog. I've been a fan ever since I stumbled upon you um, and your work. You are important to us, man. You're important to the culture. You really, your work is amazing. But I want to know a little bit before that. I, I remember you told me that you kind of started producing at the, in 2010 or so. And then it, Fate, when, when, when you met Plus, who works at a mobile store, is it? Yeah, so that's back, yeah, back in 2010, around 2010, 2011. Um, I was in a random store in Newport Beach. I was making beats since 2000, early 2010 and around that time. But it was always, you know what I mean, in my opinion, incomplete beats and I never, I was never confident enough to like take my beats to the next level and actually make records. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I walk into a random store in Newport Beach and I meet, um, who, who happens to be one of my really good friends now, uh, Plus, Bernard. And we were just chopping it up and talking about music and life and, he happened to tell me that he's a musician and I'm like, oh, and I'm a producer, but what do you do? He's like, I'm a singer. So I'm like, all right, send me, send me your music. Like, send me your beats. And we just- Let's have a pause, pause here for a while. You, you initiated that? You asked him to send me, send him your stuff? Send, yeah, he, he, asked, send, he initiated that because I was too shy. So you have to understand, I wasn't really confident enough in my beats. So I didn't really send my beats to anyone before that, you know? And, uh, and I'm like, dude, uh, okay, let's, you know, let's, let's exchange information. Send me, your, send me your music and I'll send you some beats, whatever. And we linked up like a week after and we literally made a song. And that was, for me, that was a turning point because I've never made a record in my life. You know what I mean? So that for me was like, whoa, okay, I can actually make records with my beats. Yeah. And the beats that are incomplete are actually, you know, that, that, that part of the creative process takes a producer and an artist together in, in one room kind of mm. but we can sit together in an environment and just create and I can you know I can sequence the record the way the artist wants you know so that that was a an eye-opening moment for me you know? how, how was it before that like what got you into production Aslan you know like you 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 moved to the US for study I I think or why you know and what got you into production so I really I was always very curious about how music is done. I always was a big fan of just music in general, um, hip hop, R&B, I'm a big R&B head. So for me, it was always like curiosity more than anything. I just really wanted to know how music is made. And, you know, one keyboard led to, to the other, garage, <laughs> different, just, just, just surrounding myself with people that are in production and in music and stuff like that. And of course, shout out to Emil Offendim, Man. Uh, and those were the early people that actually pushed me 
Nizar Watad. Nizar is my guy, man. So they really gave me a lot of advice as a as a you know up and coming producer, and it was so crazy to me. Just one of my goals as a you know as an early up and coming producer was to have a record with Omar Fendim or someone like Omar. You know, and 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 that Which, was by surreal. the way is available right now, ladies and gentlemen. Bitch, yeah, and and many others, inshallah. That's amazing. Actually, ended up uh, you know making a whole EP with Omar, which was, mm. which was yeah, uh, yeah, beautiful. It's like true that. Um, yeah, but what's I, I mean? Okay, again, what? How? How did you guys meet? What's the story there? So Omar is a really good friend of uh, you know Fahad, my cousin Fahad. Too. Yeah, of course. So, yeah. So he he connected us and we were both in LA in the same city and mm. it was just at once and that was it for me and Omar it was it was more than a brotherhood man and, you know he embraced me and he was like bro anything you need I'm your big brother here whatever you need in LA and, wow you know it was it, it opened up a lot of doors for me just just from that Arab hip hop scene and and movement and I met Leif Majali obviously wow one of the photographers in the game that's and, crazy man. I, I find it I find it kind of crazy that obviously you connected with these guys back then um, yeah. at the same time when I connected with them I connected with them in 2008 and they changed my life it was around the same time but we didn't know each other obviously you know uh, well, as man. like good energy meets like you know we, we meet um, I, I wanna how with everything that's going on right now with this corona situation how is your mental health doing like how are you how are you able to process what's going on well i still i still can't process what's going on, to be honest but but one thing a lot of producers will tell you yeah is it's not really different because we're usually yeah. up in a room create <laughs> you know what i mean yeah saudi i was always in the house you know so it's uh it's different just just because i'm i'm currently i'm in bahrain i'm not even in saudi so mm. Um, so I, I literally just set up a home studio here in Bahrain, um, and you know, it's, today it's so it's so much easier to 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 produce and compose music from just you know a computer. So yeah, the first couple of weeks it was it was a bit tough for me because all I had was was headphones, and, and once I realized actually I, I reached out to one of the producers here in Bahrain, Salam Beach, Salam Beach, low productions, yeah, baby. I hit her up just asking, like, where can I find KRK speakers? Where can I find keyboards? Because I didn't have anything, you know? And she was nice enough to give me a couple of numbers, and I reached out, and they were, you know, Bahrainis are amazing. I love I love the people of Bahrain. That's and amazing, like, bro. To you wherever you are, you know? So it was, it was very cool. So I got everything Yo. I need. I'm in, I'm in you know, what, what I'd like to call Bridge Studios, of, you know, Bridge Studio One, I guess. You know? <laughs> yeah, man, mashallah. Um, Okay, so you're 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 from Saudi Arabia. I want to know where did you love of you? Of course, you said you know you moved to LA, you studied uh, there, but again, in all your beats, we can see the love that you have for Arabic culture. There's a lot of sampling. Um, would you say you're a sample heavy producer? Like, is that a correct statement? Or the love? Definitely love sampling. I feel like sampling and, and hip hop go hand in hand. I feel like my love for hip hop started when I started listening to. To beat makers like Timbaland, to Kanye, Dilla, uh, people like that, you know, Swiss beats, and all of their music, in my opinion, was was mainly sample based. So I felt really heavily influenced by that. And then when I started getting into the Arab hip hop movement, you know, I listened to people like Sandhill, and Sandhill was one of 
one of my biggest inspirations when it comes to sampling Arabic Arabic records. Uh, that was I call the, him I call him the spear of Arabic hip hop. Sahm Sahm the production for rap al Arabi. Mashallah. Yeah, he's yeah, he's, he's on point. Into, like when I first ever heard about Arabic hip hop, yeah, obviously I heard about Arabic hip hop a long time ago. But when I first started getting into it and I and started appreciating it, is when I heard. Uh, Narsi and Omar on that uh, The Last Arabs record, right? Ooh. I heard that Ali, record. Ali Kalthami uh, directed that video, I think. I, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he directed a video, yeah. Uh, it was, yeah. I, I believe it was so cool, man. I'm telling you, you, I mean, subhanAllah, the energy is there. Okay, so Sandhill really kind of kind of inspired you, but. but it comes to Arab, Arab samples, definitely. What about. Mm. Obviously, Timberland. Timberland was like one of the people that I really looked up to growing up, and you know, uh, I had a chance to meet him at a wedding, and you know, what? chop it up. Wow. Yeah, man, it was really cool to be. And, and you know, the, the the bride and groom pulled me to the stage, and I just kind of I was with him on stage, what? and it, it's a really cool experience and very humbling, man, to, to be in the presence of greatness. You know what I mean? Man. Once, yeah. It, what? Like, yeah, the, yeah, see, that's crazy, man. That's just yeah. So, I, I, I think I think sometimes when when you're at the right time, the right place, um, you know, yeah, th- th- things happen, and uh, you know, I know. I, yeah, go ahead. I, I, yeah, you know, obviously, spur of the moment, he's there. I'm there. I didn't really have a chance to tell him. You know what I mean? Anything. You know what I mean? I was just there, like, what's up, Timberland? You know, what I mean? that was that was the conversation. <laughs> um, you know, but it's cool, man. It's it's really cool to see like. You know, just just one of your idols sit next to you and be very humble and very like yeah, yeah. warm. Um, would you would you say that um, uh, that that EP you did with uh, I know faces, yeah, uh, with yeah. with Offendum, is it? Um, you know, obviously for me, I'm a huge <laughs> I'm a huge Omar Narsi Shadia Loki fan. These are the four guys that shaped who I am uh, today. Like the, the, they're spitting and they're rap shape my voice if that makes any sense and i'm not a producer or a dj or i'm just it gave me that's why we're doing this because of them um you've always been very supportive well like um but what would you say like when you did that experience um i'm, I'm interested to know that the, the the difference between obviously creating you know uh you, you albums with, with with others and creating one with Omar who is really really I think he's a very very important um, figure in, in in our culture that the references he makes how he spits the the poetry the vibe the rhymes what kind of um, experience you got after finishing that album with Omar I was very I was very proud of myself for the first time as a music producer I was very proud of myself because like I said before it was one of my goals Maybe he didn't know that. Maybe I didn't tell him that. But like, he knows. <laughs> my like goals that I set for myself is to to work on a song, not a project. You know what I mean? So, so the fact that I project with him, and it was very like, it was very, I want to say easy, but it was very easy working with a person like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was like, okay, I'd, I'd send him an idea, and he'd send me a record back in a day, and I'm like, okay, oh, wow, okay, so we can with the pace that we were going at, like. We, <laughs> Song, we did a song a day, you know what I mean? And 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 we finished like six, seven records and then Omar was like, dude, we have a tape. 
And I'm like, that's crazy. I just, you know, I never, we didn't, we, we didn't go in with the intention of actually finishing an EP or a mixtape or, or an album. We just, we were just making music. You know what I mean? And the fact that that came out as a, as a body of work that looks like that or, or you know, sounds like that was crazy. Yeah, I love it. What, what, what's your favorite record on the album? Be honest, man. Like, you know, it's Buckle Up. It's all good. I love them all. <laughs> yeah. Give, give me one. I'm not, you love them all. That's, that's truth, Yanni. But which one you think, because I personally, and I told you this, I think, I love the fact that Omar rapped differently on your beats. I never really, because Omar had a certain, you know, until you put someone in a box, go ahead. I think Omar to do that, right? Omar was telling me to send him different type beats. You know what I mean? That's so he was, he was trying to be, you know, he was trying to feel that different beats and try to try to give me that different energy on, on my beats, which was crazy to me. Because like, bitch, it is completely different from whatever, you know, Omar usually. Yeah. And it had hard 808s and stuff, and it wasn't, you know, but Omar killed that. And when I heard that, I'm like, oh my God, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But my favorite record on I Know Faces would probably be the maybe the first record that we did, which was uh, More Love. Oh. More Love was uh, Nizal Kabbani, uh, mm. Nizal Kabbani featuring on it. <laughs> you know, just, just his poetry on it was really nice. But I also love Years a lot because I'm yeah, a big that Asana. Years is my favorite. I love Asana, man. Just anything yeah. Asana, he just enhances the music in. in many ways you know so man um, one, yeah there was obviously a lot of people know that there was a record called uh, one train by uh, i think it was by asap or i think it was by asap uh, one train featuring like a bunch of hip-hop artists huge hip-hop artists and they sampled that same asana sample right and she'd seen it. Uh, and it was, it was, I was listening to that non-stop but i was so pissed off that asana wasn't on the record like you couldn't hear asana you know what i mean on that record uh, so I felt like just taking it and chopping it in a different way, but it kind of sounds similar in a way because we use obviously the same sample. But I feel like ours is a little bit more original, just the fact yeah, that hundred percent, hundred percent. Oh man, um, yeah. yo, listen, oh one three three one zero. I mean, just yesterday, which was like eighteenth April, I did a, an interview with Rex Shuk. What a character! Which is yeah, you're gonna be on the live like in forty five minutes, I guess, or something. <laughs> still, it's still like. Two hours. We're still yeah. eight twenty. Ah, okay, okay. Ah, yeah, yeah. Which is kind of interesting. Um, how, how is it true that you guys met way before? Yeah, we met. We met a few years back. Uh, <laughs> we met through a friend. He wasn't Rex at the time. He wasn't <laughs> Rex. Okay, okay. <laughs> I didn't know that he was Rex at the time. You know, uh, but man, it was. You know what? One of the things I love about Rex is just how humble the dude is and how easy it is to work with him. And it was literally just back and forth. By the way, before I got the album cover, it was literally two, three conversations that I had with him about what I had in mind. And he's like, say less, I got you. <laughs> you know, he sent it to me. I'm like, okay. You know, usually you revise and you go back and forth and you're like, can you change this? Can you change that? I'm like, this is it, bro. I don't no, need no anything. Revisions. Revisions, not, maybe put the parental advisory down there or something. <laughs> but that, was, <laughs> yeah. but that was, was so easy working with him, and he's you know he's a really really good friend of mine until today, Habibi. Yeah. Mm. And I, yeah. I, I love 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 the movement that's happening in Jeddah and, and in Saudi just in yeah. general with, with graphics and art and you know and they're really pushing that that, that narrative. It's amazing. This was uh, this was done by Liat, this artwork behind me. 
on Instagram. He's an amazing artist as well. Yeah. Um, you said in in our revolt feature, you said uh, that somehow this album, the O One Three Three One O, somehow is the output output of just having a good time and creating friendship uh, that lasts a lifetime. You said uh, you know that the artist and and producers featured on this project have all pushed me to a new capacity and made me the producer that you are today. I'm interested to know in what way did they push you? Like in what what was it that you know? Well. Like I said, has just being in the presence of people that are like-minded, and just but obviously, like at the time, they were musically they were like on a different level in my eyes. You know what I mean? Because a lot of them, shout out Halim, Apollo Fortune, Apollo studied music. You know what I mean? I never studied music theory, so I you know there's a lot of things that they corrected me on, and just notes and stuff that I got wrong, and then they're like, let me fix that for you. With, you know what I mean? With all humbleness and all, it was so beautiful to me. You know what I mean, and just being in, a, in the presence of, like, say, uh, Drew Newsense, also studied music. Uh, Fi, my engineer, also studied music, and you know they they all they all work kind of a group. You know what I mean? Plus, they all kind of have that that the crazy music knowledge that I kind of you know just I was sitting on the back just in a couch just trying to take that all in. You know what I mean? And I'm like, yo, can you help me with this? Can you help me with that? And they were all so welcoming and so, you know what I mean. They were embracing me as a friend and as a as a co-producer with them or as a producer, and it was it was so beautiful, man. And like mm. in the features, my Sean, my Sean is a really good friend of mine still today. Shiloh, obviously, yeah. uh, releasing a lot of new music with Shiloh. Certified, they're all like we're still like really close and in touch. And it's it's a beautiful thing, man. And like just like I said, just pushing me to that next level and knowing that I can do better. That's the kind of energy I need in the studio. Mm. You know what I mean? They're not crit. in a way where they're putting you down they criticize in a way where they're like but this could be better if you do this not now this is trash no this yeah. could be if you do this I'm like, oh wow okay what do you think i should do so i started always kind of you know like on three three one oh there's a lot of a lot of songs that are co-produced by ali you know what i mean because apollo fortune because apollo knows me and i know him and we know the sound that we like together you know what i mean so so for me i'm all about collaborations and all about making the sound bigger and better and and even when i collaborate with a lot of producers they ask me you know is it okay to do this is it okay to do that man my answer is always the same it's like if it's going to sound better do whatever the hell you want do whatever the hell. if it's going to sound better i'm ready i don't care there's no stepping on toes here we're mm. all credited and it's all love and i i i'm not the kind of person that is like no but i like it that way and only that way no if if there's <laughs> something else Yeah. I'm gonna go. You know what I mean. So, so I'm always, I'm always, I always listen to the to what other people have to say, especially if they're they're knowledgeable in their field. You know what I mean? Yeah. Big up to you for that. You said uh, early on that you 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 were, you were shy. Um, do you think that you're kind of using music to let out everything that you're feeling as well? Although, any, it's not a matter of if it's good or bad. Like someone is shy, not shy. Do you think that you're really expressing yourself musically through these productions? Do you really believe that? Because a lot of people say that, but do you really feel that whatever is inside Saud's heads is really going out musically? I feel like definitely a part of me is going music because just growing up in general, you know, and growing up as a producer and, and just having the time to to listen to your old stuff and see the growth and all that, that kind of gives you more confidence and that gives you that. You know that inner push that you need. So I feel like, yeah, I put I put stuff out, but you know what I mean. And that's that's definitely 
bringing a part of me, but the shyness and all that, I think it comes with, it goes with time, especially the fact that I'm here every day making music, you know what I mean? So you, you have to ask yourself that question, it's like, till when are you going to be hiding? Till when are you going to be shy or whatnot? But I feel like, yeah, definitely music yeah, is but, a part of Man, you've my- been one of the most humble, most supportive, um, you know, people. You're there, your support also has weight, if I may say. Like when Saud, you know, comments on something or, or, or talk about something that is like a to get validated by that. I mean, I think it's amazing. Listen, I, I really got to touch upon this. Um, Versus, obviously, Timberland and Swiss Beats came up with this idea. Incredible. Right. I'll, I'll be very honest with you, though. Like, I'm watching Premier and RZA battle, right? And in between, or like, you know, in between, I'm like saying, I wish we have that in Arabia. Like, I'd get cool. like you and Bailoni and AY all together. Or, or you know, it's Sam Hill. <laughs> Man, Bailoon is a wizard, bro. That dude plays every instrument, man. I'm actually collaborating with Bailoon on a couple of tracks. He, he told me. He told me he was sending you. That's amazing. What, what are you guys working on, if you can tell us? <laughs> like I said, we have a project coming uh, coming soon with uh, this amazing, and I told you about him a couple of days ago, this amazing R&B singer, uh, Sudani R&B singer based in Saudi. Uh, he goes by Z, Z-double-I. Mm. An amazing, amazing, soulful singer, man, and, and just the fact that he was from Khobar, he was, you know, Sudani, raised in Khobar, and just that Khobar soul, we we met in Khobar, actually, and we started working on a, a couple of ideas, and, and you know, his, his, we're working on a full-on EP right now. Wow. Uh, and uh, the first single, I don't know, we're still debating when to release it, but uh, it's coming very soon, man. It's been ready, we're just waiting on the artwork. I can't stuff. wait. But going back, do you think if we make, if we put you and, you know, like Sandhill, uh, Behnouni, AY, DJ Outlaw, you know, Salon Beal, I'm, you know, like, and I'm sure I miss Samani from Sudan, you know, there's so many producers, right? I'm a big fan of Samani. Mm. Big so, fan of so again, my I think my question is, you know, where do you see us going with all these people? Obviously, with with RZA and Premier, there's so much history. There's 25 years plus of music uh, hits, legendary, of course. Do you do you feel that the Arab you know region is gonna catch up to that? Are we ever gonna have? I'm talking again from the alternative scene. I'm not saying from the pop, Khaliji pop. We're creating music that's very original, really sampled heavy. There's a lot of references to Arabia. Might be in English, might be in Arabic. Do you think we're gonna, where do you see us going? Uh, what I'm seeing right now, Hans, is determination like no other. I've never seen people so, you know, determined to, to make music that would reach the masses. And I'm seeing so much talent and I'm seeing, you know, so much love for music rather than, you know, rather than the business side of it, leave that aside. But I'm seeing a lot of like passion going into it. And I feel like with passion and with time, that'll definitely happen without us really overthinking it. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, I know personally, I don't overthink like, oh, will I, will I be as big or will I do this? Or, I feel like, especially all with, with what's going on right now, I feel like we'll all reach a certain point because of our love and passion and our, like you said, originality. And I feel like if we keep at it, because a lot of a lot of producers that I'm seeing right now are very original. You know what I mean? And their content and their sampling and their, you know what I mean? Because I, I feel like always with 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 like foreign producers sampling Arabic sounds, 
was it was cool. It was really cool to hear, but we felt we felt a certain way, like especially after like producers felt felt a certain way because it, it was missing context. You know what I mean? Mm. It was missing. You're not from here, bro. You know what I mean? Like you don't understand what the songs mean. The song means. You know what I mean? So uh, I feel like no, man. It's it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen very soon. We have people that are already, in my opinion, as good as anyone in the industry. You know what I mean? Like singers, producers, like Bayouni, man. Bayouni can compete with any any producer, in my opinion, out there. Uh, Pre Cairo, Pre Cairo, in my opinion, is is one of the best R&B singers I've heard in a while. You know in the I world, mean? I think you're right. In general, yeah. Just original. He doesn't sound like anyone. You know yeah. what I mean? He doesn't sound like anyone. He doesn't he try to look like anyone. He doesn't try to portray a certain character like anyone. He's he's just him. You know what I mean? And and when I met him, I really realized that that was him. You know what I mean? That's him. That's his music. That's his. You know what I mean? He has his team going on. He has. He's very. You know what I mean? He's very professional and ready for 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 the global world to actually listen and acknowledge that. You know. Um, we have rappers like obviously Narcy. Uh, you know, who is you can't package an artist better than Narcy. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> Narcy, you know what I mean? He's Narcy, and everyone knows his style, his sound, his uh, his creativity, and you know he's a professor for crying out loud. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So a lot of respect, man. And there's a mm. lot of Narcy's already respected by a lot of like so, you know big big artists around the world. And obviously, talking about another the Mo Flow. Mo Flow is like also original and also mm. great and has. You know, business knowledge, music business knowledge, AY on his side. So he's just like a, you know, they're like the best team. You know what I mean? So yeah. It's, it's a lot of that will reach very soon, but it's just a matter of time and just a matter of just people acknowledging or big companies acknowledging the fact that we have that team. You know what I mean? Fly. Yeah. Patience, I think. Um, you, you took a year, تقريباً, I think, between uh, 013, 310, and Follow Me Home. Am I right? Or less than a year, Hatta? But yeah, less than a year. Kuali, Royce to Five Nine, Narsi on one trip. What are you thinking? What, what what the hell is that, bro? No, seriously, Saud, you don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> Royce to Five Nine is considered like he actually my- his name comes comes up like by a lot of people top five. I'm talking about you know top five ever. Uh, his name sometimes pops up, you know. One of the names that doesn't really pop up as much as I want it to be is Black Thought, for example. That's a guy that, you know, needs to be top five, in my opinion. But man, it's man. Royce to 5'9", Talib Kuali, Narsi, one track. I want the juice, bro. <laughs> so, I'll tell you how that, that track kind of kind of came together, right? So... I was always, like I told you, I was a big fan of Narcy ever since like 2010, 2011. So one of my goals, again, was to have a record with someone like Omar or Narcy. And that opportunity came and I'm like, I need Narcy on the record. Um, and it's funny, I go back to my Twitter one night and I, I look at my old tweets, whatever, right? And I see, I responded to Narcy once and Narcy was saying, in Narcy's tweet is like, man, Royce the Five Nine is one of the best rappers of all time, or one of the GOATs or whatever, right? And I was thinking of who to get on this record with Narcy, right? And I remembered that one of my boys from LA, who's actually from Detroit, Willie J. Peso, had Royce the Five Nine on his album. And I'm like, yo, what if we make that happen? You know, <laughs> that was that was kind of what's going on in my head. How do we make that So I reach out to Willie, and Willie's one of the most humble dudes as well. And he's like, dude, just reach out to this guy. He gave me a number, whatever. I started going back and forth. Wow. 
and and I asked Narsim, I'm like, what do you think? He's like, are you kidding me? Let's do it. You know what I mean? And then once, that, once once I got those two verses together, I'm like, man, we need one more. <laughs> you know what I mean? One more, because 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 the idea of the record was to have straight bars. I didn't want no hook, nothing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Kind of was that. I mean, that little hop sample where he went. You know what I mean? Wait, 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 wait. Wait, that guy can sing. You can sing, bro. Mashallah. That's a good voice. Thank you, brother. <laughs> but that was the idea. It was to have that as the hook. That's it, right? So. I call Narsi again. I hit Narsi up and I'm like, Narsi, who do you think we should get for the, for the third verse? And he started giving me ideas back and forth and he goes, Talib Kwali. And I'm like, let's hook it up. So Narsi actually was the guy that connected me with Talib's man. And, you know, since, you know, he already knew him and, and they actually worked together before. So, uh, yeah, man, like. Wow. I but I mean, salute to you, man, for remembering an old tweet. Uh, some Something like this. I, again, this is, I think, one of the, one of you know, a producer's job. Such a, Look, look, man, I've noticed a pattern right now. So, so far you said you wanted to work with Amal Offendim. It happened. You wanted to work with Narsi. It happened. Now, April 19th, 2020, who do you want to work with? Because, man, I'm afraid. What's the next name? <laughs> I want to work with a lot of people. But, uh, Give me a name just to manifest. Like, put it out there. I've been telling people I want to work with Nas. Ever since I started, Nas Ya Allah, Saud. Nas. It's been like... It's you know that brain emoji? Okay, that we're gonna put it somewhere. Here. Nas is my opinion. It's, in my opinion, is like just an educator more than more than a rapper, right? He taught me a lot about just the culture, about you know, just you know, the African American culture and hip hop. Uh, you know what I mean? And just storytelling in a, in a really cool way. You know, so I was I was always a big fan of, of Nas, and it was always a dream of mine, and it still is a dream of mine to work with someone. Do you think it will happen? Inshallah, man. Why not? I like you that. <laughs> because so far, you know. <laughs> Put Nas on a record with an Arab artist. Again, that's 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 the idea of Bridge Entertainment, right? I want to put artists from... I'll become America. a rapper. <laughs> Just to do that. <laughs> Some Nas. Let's go. Us featuring Nas. I'm Yo, down. Man. Um, no, listen, jokes aside, um, I'm going to ask you a question here maybe that provokes you, Shoya. Um, when... when being who you are and how you produce, what do you do? Do you think when people, for example, heard you say Nas now, that, oh, you know, like Saud makes party music or makes, I don't know what, they wouldn't, for example, oh, put you. How do you see people perceiving you, Yanni? You know, like, because mashallah, you're very diverse. You proved it. You're very diverse. There's a lot, there's there's party music in the, in, in the album. There's bars, there's... <laughs> I tried to, I tried to really, you know, sh- the, the, the concept of these albums is just a compilation album of my favorite records, but at the same time, a compilation of like different genres and different, you know, different types of music that I could do, right? Um, so the idea of, of perceiving me in a certain way, that's completely up to the person, but I feel like, like you said, when I when I put together a project, I try to make it as diverse as possible and as you know as different as possible. Like I'll have like even on this record, I tried to add that "Tell Me" record, which was kind of a you know party record. Love it. I've never done that before, and that was that was a shout out Louis Gold. And that was like the first attempt of me trying to do something kind of different. And it wasn't really it wasn't reggaeton. It wasn't really Afro beats. It was like a 
in between and it kind of worked you know what i mean and i got a i got a you know an artist from uh from the states to jump on it it was pretty it was a pretty cool experience an experiment you know mm. uh for me man honestly whatever comes to my i'm a big r&b head i love r&b uh i love sampling i love hip hop so that, yeah, yeah I, i do whatever man honestly i'm trying to get into more like afro right now i don't know i can maybe house i don't know what's next honestly honestly <laughs> you know it's interesting um do you, do you think as a producer you have more freedom than than a rapper to 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 go across all these like a rapper is a rapper خلاص you know rapper can't rap on a house beat i don't know how that works but as a producer you can go into hip hop you can go into madif you know r&b you have you have rappers getting into like different uh, different uh, genres and trying to rap like look at Lil Wayne now you when he Wayne, was like yeah Yo man, I gotta tell I gotta tell you a history lesson here. So about I think about a month ago, I went on and said Little Wayne is like one of the worst rappers ever, right? You know, uh, <laughs> wait, I want to see your reaction. So basically, at that point, I had all the MCs, bro. Like really, one of them was Narcy actually. He's like, Yo, son, careful, man, not there. And I'm, you know, maybe maybe it's yeah, maybe I never really connected with Little Wayne, or maybe never really heard heard. You know, you're a very you're you're an old school head, right? You like old school music. So in the beginning, when I first started listening to Wayne, I didn't, I didn't really understand it. You know what I mean? But then now, if you hear the music now, and then you listen to Lil Wayne, oh, he's the father of all these rappers, and everything that happened now is a is a result of Lil Wayne happening. Mm. You know what I mean? So, you know, you may not appreciate his music, but you got to know like what what kind of influences do that. Mm. Yeah, that's exactly what Narcy said. Like that's exactly what he said. Like don't appreciate his music, but I, I mean understand the value. What he does. So I did my homework, and yeah, it's. Uh, I felt like you know, Narcy was like, "Hey, <laughs> that's what I." Glenda, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, man. Like uh, Wayne is is Wayne. Like yeah, Wayne is Wayne. You know. So, um, so um, Bridge Entertainment. Yes, sir. Uh, salute for you for that. First of all, I think it's uh, such a cool concept and. Man, listen. I'm telling you this now, you know, via Zoom or whatever it is. I'm so sorry I couldn't make it to the first oh, event. Man, I wanted to. The visuals, the videos, the stories looked epic. Thank um, you. But yeah, when 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 is the next one? What's what's Bridge Entertainment for people who are listening right now? So Bridge Entertainment started off as my record label company slash distribution company, and it's just kind of you know when I moved to Saudi, I realized that we got we got to grow a little bit. And, You know, the vision is way bigger than what it is right now, but it keeps growing as we go. So we created our first uh, Bridge Night, uh, we called it. So Bridge Night Volume One was actually uh, me and my team coming back to Saudi or coming back to Khobar and actually throwing an event in Khobar, right? And Khobar is always. How did that feel? Man, <laughs> I can't really describe how it felt, man. I was like overwhelmed. I was. Did you get emotional? I got very emotional on stage, man. There's a video I need to send you. I was on stage like very speechless. You know, I didn't know what to say because honestly, what I had in mind was I had I had the idea of like, okay, so we're doing it in Khobar. It's not really a big scene. Not a lot of people will come out and show. You know, not a lot of hip hop, you know, R&B lovers here. That's what I thought, right, bro? I had a max of 100, 150 people will show up. That's in my head. That was that was what I thought would happen, right? How many people showed up? Over 350, 360 people showed up, man, and that was, and that was in Khobar, and that was in Khobar, and that was like, and I didn't announce the location, by the way. It was all DM, 
I know it was that. always Saturday, bro. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> it was it was very low key, and it was like it was crazy to me the fact that and, and the fact is that you know those that amount of people showed up and that amount of people knew my records and knew the songs that we did and that were singing word for word. That was, you know, because it's cool to see interaction on like Instagram and stuff and you know what I mean? And that's all love. But when you see it face to face, it's different. I've never experienced that before. So when I saw that interaction face to face and people showing me love in that way where like, I know every record that you've made, I know all the lyrics to your music, that was, like, that was crazy. That was for me one of the, the highlights of my my so-called music career. <laughs> Mashallah, man. Yeah, definitely. When is night two? After Corona, yeah. after this uh, Rona thing is is over, man. We'll we'll, we'll think about it. But night two, nice. we think the Real because we oh, got a wow. lot. Of wow! Wow! Why didn't you do it in Real? Why didn't you do it in Jeddah? But I think most likely it'll be in Real. Ooh. Going to Real. Because uh, Riyadh is a big, 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 big music scene. There's a lot going on. A lot of yeah. people music in Riyadh. And I look at my my iTunes for artists or Spotify for artists. Riyadh is the place, man. That's where my music wow. is out. Yeah, so uh, we got a lot of messages like, dude, Riyadh's Riyadh volume too. So mm. I feel like <clears> we <throat> over, over 500, 600 people. Yeah, inshallah. Gotta- I, I look. I definitely want to be in for that. It's so funny that we're having this conversation. Obviously, I've, you know, <clears throat> I'm trying my best not to like. I, I I can spend so many hours with you, but you know, I want to leave it for the real buckle up. But this is just something. Uh, I love your mind, man, and I, I love who you are. You you are very important, like I said, to to the culture. Um, it's such a long, it's such a short time. I believe you were able to put. Um, your stamp uh, and now you know producers artists are aware uh, do you think that social media helped you get get that most definitely most definitely yeah, yeah I'm not gonna lie and say no but most definitely man. Mm. just the it's 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 the way music is nowadays man. it's how you push music it's how you get to know artists it's how you reach out to artists like I reached out to 80% of the artists that are you're not my friends or whatever on social media. That's how I got my features. That's how I got my artworks. That's how I, so social media is definitely that. And it's just, you know, combining those forces together and they post and they show love and whatever. And I get some of their fan base and I get some here, some there. And that's definitely that. And Man, not, um, social media is not important. Social media is the yeah. driving force of, of our, our movement today. Man, I gotta salute you. You went live for the first time on the BDXB kind of lockdown. Um, was that the first time? Is that confirmed? Yes, sir. I've never, wow. I've never, I, I've never had the. I don't know why, man. I never had that. That I don't want to say confidence, but I never liked to just put my face and start producing and put my face and start playing my. Movie. You rocked you- it, man. Everyone loved it. I, I think it was, you know, something uh, really amazing to see and to watch. Uh, man. Like- Salah had to blow me up with this Nas thing. I'm thinking about it now because, you know, you had dreams of working with Omar. It worked, you know. Narsi, yes, it worked. And I know it's the same kind of you know, circle in a way. Nas, what I wanted to tell you, bro, Nas is, a, is an amazing, incredible businessman as well. He just obviously launched Mass Appeal India and, and signed Raja Kumari and um, uh, Divine, first rappers in India. They're rapping, Divine raps in Indian, mainly in, in his language. Not even, he doesn't maybe even speak you know, English well. 
So my question to you, bro, and again, I want you to be very honest. Do you think that if Nas did that, would he look at this region if an Arab rapping, rapper is rapping in English? Like he wouldn't, in my opinion, he wouldn't care. He wanted to get the Arabic verses. I mean, that's true in a way. But I mean, if the brother is spitting in, in English and is making sense, if he's as original as people like Narsi and Umar, why not? Because you're proficient in the language. You know what yeah. you're saying. Your metaphors are on point. Your 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 knowledge is beyond average. It's it's crazy, right? And you connect with the culture in a way. You're still representing. I was just listening to, by the way, Sons of Yusuf today. That was incredible. Amazing, right? But see, they're, they're so underrated, man, because of the music that they do. They're so underrated. They are, and that's the issue. Like with, with what we have, like I feel like the the people that are blowing up in in the region are people that do party music in a way, right? Yeah. Or. TikTok. Bro, Sansa Yusuf, they have a, a, a record with Jay Electronica. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. you don't know the understand. Like, what? And, and yeah, they have they have a record with Talib, too. That was crazy. Yeah. I, mean, I didn't know that. Sci High. That was crazy. They got, they got crazy features on their project. But, uh, yeah, man, I feel like I feel like there's a lot, a lot, a lot of talent. And, I mean, people like Nas and people like Jay or whatever. I feel like mm. we're next, obviously, because, you know, we went through the Afro beats right now, and Afro beats is gonna die in a couple of years. Where are people gonna look? <laughs> right? It's not gonna die, obviously, but it's gonna. It's you know what I mean. It's still hot. I still yeah. Know. Yeah. It's not gonna be worldwide. It's not gonna be about culture. Yeah. So what's gonna be next? I believe is us, the region. Like not only the the Gulf, for example. I'm talking about North Africa. You know what I mean? Jazair, Maghrib, Masr. It's a lot of Sudan, yeah, Sudan. And you say that a lot, and I, I salute you for that. Sudan, yeah, Rajul. The amount of talent in Sudan, crazy, phenomenal, man. And it's not like it's not like they need polishing. It's not no, no. They're ready. They're industry ready, content-wise, production, image, yeah, everything. Yeah. They don't need. Look, it's interesting you say that. I was just telling um, my, my wife the same thing. I was just saying that. I went I went live with this guy called DJ Zangula. He's a Sudanese uh, rapper and content maker. On his live, actually it was on my live, we had 4,500 people, bro, t- t- tuning in, <laughs> tuning in. I, I checked out Swiss Beats on his own, bro. It was like 600, 700. I swear, I'm not kidding. You know, That's we have, they have the, the impact. <laughs> they have people that are actually following their music and respecting what they do. You know what I mean? Rather than just ghost following it. You know what I mean? They're yeah, actually support yeah. the music and try to push that narrative of like, Sudan is the next place for music. And I totally agree from R&B singers to Afro beats, to hip hop, to mm. drill, 249, just the drill track. That was crazy. Yeah, yeah. Are we are we going to see you with the uh, keys? Hell yeah, you're going to see with Keys. I've, I already, I already uh, reached out to Keys a couple of times. We already have uh, something cooking. Bam! Yeah. See? Oh my God, Keys on a certain beat. Uh, listen, man, um, again, this is kind of part one of our discussion uh, with you. Uh, I want to, you help a lot of people and you push a lot of people. Who, who oh. helps you, like in your darkest times, the times that you really feel unsupported or you feel down? And like all of us, who pushes you? Do I really push a lot of people? Yeah. <laughs> Rare, bro. Wallah, I, I told you, and I was very honest. Again, Anna, I don't hold my tongue back. You, at a very short time, very short time in my opinion, was able to, you know, kid, any 
تدخل عالم الناس and, and the, the important people in the industry know you like they know who you are and I think that is and again in a short 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 time and why did that happen if I may say um, because yes you were based in LA but the but the problem that people do is that they're based in LA they stay in LA خلاص I will collaborate with people in LA I forget about this part of the world خلاص you know I'm 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 hit maker there <laughs> this is the this is the thing that you didn't do <laughs> you actually came back and you started collaborating with people here started talking to people here now everyone knows you here you're relevant that's love bro that's, that's real that's, that's love bro honestly don't dodge the question though who right. pushes you <laughs> i mean my family definitely like that's that's a big support system that i have uh, my family my friends uh, you know and it's funny because the people that that used to like used to kind of make fun of me in a way a dj they used to call me the dj and i'm like i don't you disrespect the dj's you know because i don't dj <laughs> but uh yeah they're my they're my biggest supporters now and it's crazy like my family my friends uh you know, the, the, if, if if you don't mind me asking there was no issues with you being a producer coming in from the cultural obviously saudi one of the most conservative countries in the world as an arab they want you to be a certain you know profession that there, there was none of that in my family yeah no, alhamdulillah i mean i have a very supportive family and bless bless they're big fans of music in general and, and you know just they're they're all for what makes you happy you know what mm. i mean at the end of the day, if if it's going to be a success if you're going to really take the time to really you know my my my, my conversation was with my father was I need you to take the time to be a great producer if you're going to be a producer. You know what I mean? Really push yourself, learn. He's still pissed off that I'm, you know, I'm not there music theory wise, you know what I mean? He's like you need to play the piano, you need to play the guitar. I'm like I'm trying. It's easy on me, but he's really pushes me from that, you know, from that perspective. God bless him, man. Nice. Um, uh, um, this is this is really crazy. I want to show you a picture right now. Um I don't know if you you like the picture but but it, but it was just taken in 2015 or something like that. Um I'm not sure if you're able to see it. Um trying, okay. Uh one second. Hey, one second. You know, I'm sure you, one second. Nope. Nah. Hey. One second. Ah. Yeah, Sheikh. One second. <laughs> We got to do this. Um Do you know this guy? Oh, Habibi, no love, man. <laughs> cousin man that's the cousin right there dude first of all what a player i mean right right man hey, he's a baller <laughs> real like man i love his game man. i love his personality he also right. happens to be a photographer right yeah he's a photographer he's an amazing photographer too. how is he now bro he's really good man alhamdulillah he's in saudi he's, he still plays he plays in the saudi league yeah Um, he's still Habibi. He still drives. I think around two hours a day for practice and comes back because he plays in Fatih. Uh, he's got to go two hours practice and come back. And plus, he works as well, so he has a full time job. Really? Wow. Just for the yeah. fact. Yeah, I just I just want to shout out, man. Like, definitely a cool guy. Somebody. Um, yeah, man. Uh, amazing guy. Salute to you, all of you guys, man. Fahed. Um, <clears throat> Fahed, honestly, shahed to him majruha, man. I love this dude as well. He, man, uh, yeah. was it Indimaj? Indimaj. Where is Indimaj? What's happened with Indimaj? Tell them to come back. Man, yeah, I'm, I told him already. We're gonna work on something. Wait for it. Okay, okay. 
let's let's do but see, man, this is what I love about it, man. I'm from Saudi Arabia, obviously you too. One of, again, the most conservative countries in the world. And I think one of the most kind of uh, people think a certain something about Saudi Arabia every time you say Saudi Arabia. And, yeah. you know, and it's people like you, man, Salah, that's going to be changing that narrative. When somebody says, you know, like this producer, Saudi Arabian, did this. Yo, 10 sessions, bro. I just want to thank you for it. I play it every single live, Mafi. 11 minutes of beauty, man. (laughs) 10 sessions was, honestly, it was people like you. It was people like Sohail Nafar. It was people like, you know, people that are actually in the scene that were, you know, not per se producers or or artists, uh, but people that pushed the narrative of of just how you guys always like told me to kind of, you know, you release a lot of records, right? And, I, and that's what I wanted to do in the beginning. I wanted to release records to show people that I can actually make records, right? And I'm not only just a beat maker, right? I actually make records, you know? So, but then after two projects, 1414 14, uh, records, and then a, another single with, with pre-Cairo and Quentin Miller. And after that, I'm like, listen, I think it's the time now, especially I can show people now that I can, okay, that was my music, that was my records, and now I can release, you know, the beats. And yeah. a lot of them really released records, like, you know what I mean? But they were the instrumentals. And I yeah. just kind of, I, no, I love it. it. You know, because well, my issue. I always play it. It's always in the background. It's always there. Like, you know, if you're getting a lot of streams from that, like, I'm 50% for sure, for sure, bro. You know? <laughs> the issue with, with releasing albums, that's, that goes through for all the, the up and coming. Uh, you know, producers, singers, rappers, whatever. It's not a smart idea. It's not a smart idea. You know what why? I mean? It, uh, why? Because people have no patience anymore, Oz. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if especially in a streaming game, right? It's 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 all about streams now, right? So, for example, I drop a 14-record album. A lot of records are slept on. People have never heard those records. And people that are really close to me and really support the music have never heard those records. And I'm like, well, you told me you heard the whole project. I used to take it a certain way. You told me you heard the whole project, but well, you didn't, you know? But it's 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 the truth, you know what I mean? Because people have no patience anymore. It's what, attention span is like three seconds nowadays. Um, you know, even songs are like, you know what I mean? They're like 240 now. They're not even three minutes long. 240 is the average, I think. So it's it's not the smart thing, smartest thing to do. But for me, it was one of the goals, like I said, that I set up for myself is, okay, I want to drop an album. You know what I mean? And from now on, I don't think I'm dropping any album anytime soon. Oh, you know so I mean, I mean? Look, but you have to do it. It's a body of work. And now you have it there. You you know, I I, I hear you. Um, listen, man, this is just incredible. Um, I want to get something out of you in, in this one. Uh, let's say this interview gets out in the next couple of days. What are we looking at in the next kind of few, three, four months? Are we dropping? Are we listening to anything new from Saud? Uh, yes, inshallah. Uh, I'm dropping a EP with my brother Certified, who's from Atlanta. Out of that, he lives in Atlanta. Uh, I already have a project with Certified called uh, "Was It Something I Said?" That I dropped. That was like the first project that I dropped. Yeah, the collaborative project. He's the rapper. I'm the producer. Uh, it was seven records, and Obi Trice was featured on it. It was a really cool project that we did. My Sean was featured on it as well. Um, so we dropped that already, and we're thinking of dropping. Uh, either a volume who, two. Who did who did the artwork for that? Oh, that's Habib Albi. Marwan Shaheen. Marwan, yo, 
وش يا رجل is is on another level ما شاء الله عليه he's such a uh, an amazing guy amazing soul very very supportive uh, you know and whenever I hit him up he's like of course yalla and he actually by the way not a lot of people know that but Marwan Shaheen designed the bridge entertainment logo what Sir. wow yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Well, yeah but what what an amazing artwork we'll we'll try to we'll we'll try to put it actually somewhere yeah. right somewhere right here we'll play it with it um amazing artwork um go ahead sorry uh he did that was a something i said project and he did uh the uh, follow me home project uh and he did uh the want me cover as well the one the what the want me the, the single oh, one wow man Listen, at Manalak, at Kul at Tawfiq, Saud. Again, I said that before. I'll say it again. You're important. Keep working. Keep doing. Um, this was, يعني مش محسوبة هذه. This this hour of just chat right here. I wanted just you know to 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 get you on, but we need to chill in the car. You make me hear some unreleased things, and maybe the next time we do this, maybe it's a feature with Nas. Boom. You don't know. Stop, man. But have you? to say something as well man uh salute big house man you don't even know how important you are to us you know what i mean any creative in the region you push musicians from like producers to songwriters to singers to guitar players to everything okay to like graffiti artists and graphic designers and you're just oh you're a gem honestly and i just wanted to say that we really 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 appreciate you and salute woody <laughs> a big love to you. You're a great man. You're a great family man. Great soul. And Allah uh, like a habib. Well, a big love. Yeah. See, I'm talking to him for 59 minutes. Who are me? There's no words that are coming out. Uh, habibi man, uh, Saud. Um, your social media handle. We're gonna put it somewhere here. Tell us, please. Gotcha. Saud dot S A U D dot zero one three. Before I let you go, is that the first username you used, and it was there? Well. Uh... You wanted to. Uh, I changed the reason. I tried to go for Saud, just S A U D, but it was taken. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man. I, I had to represent, uh, you know, Khobar. Uh, I love I love Sharqia, man. I, you know, I'm originally from Medina. I grew up in Jeddah. But Sharqia, there is something special about about uh, you know. First time I actually went to Sharqia, I went to see uh, Ranin Bukhari, uh, uh, her store. Yeah. What's what's her name? The name of the store. Um, What's it called? Desert Designs. Huh? Desert Designs. That one. So she's very, I think also Renine is somebody who's uh, very monumental in the art scene. Uh, really a legend, you know? Uh, so shout out to her and Hisham Fagi. The whole time, by the way, do you know Raif, her brother? Yo, he's he's an amazing, uh, is he autistic? No, no, Raif is the uh, guitar player, man. No, there like, is, she knows, oh, that was, sorry, that was Hisham Fagi's brother. My bad, yeah. True, Raif is an amazing, amazing, I, I, I love what the guys do. Are you guys going to work together? We did, actually, bro. There's a record that's on uh, on uh, Follow Me Home. Okay. That, uh, that's called, uh, what was it called? The, the record with the wedding crashers. Um, ah. Uh, yeah, so... Uh, that record uh, and I have actually played the guitar in the intro are you like, that are you that correct he, he played he played the guitar in the intro man what a great great oh. humble 
throwing dude and it was just such a cool vibe vibing with him and the Mizan band shout out my Mizan band they're amazing Mizan band Wow! So yeah, you man. said this the other day. You 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 went on your social media and said you're so happy at the how many artists are coming up in this quarantine. Amazing, huh? It's amazing. Mizan, Mizan, before quarantine, they've been doing amazing stuff. Uh, they've been like, you know what I mean? They've every like cool event that's going on in, in Khobar or, or whatever they're there. Uh, you know what I mean? Just going crazy. It's so yeah. cool to see. It's so diverse. They're actually a. Uh, uh, what are they like four or five people, but they're like funk, you know what I mean? Just real soulful dudes. Amazing so talented, stuff. man. Oh, so talented. Thank you. Thank you so much, man, for being on, 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 on Buckle Up. And this is the Lockdown Edition. And uh, I wish you all the best. Guys, yeah. like and subscribe and all that good stuff. This is Saud. Peace and love. Assalamu alaikum wa barakatuh. Salud.